first pitch swung on deep fly ball to right field. Right fielder Gallo going back. He's looking up. It's a home run for Dalton Varsho. And just like that, the Diamondbacks take a 2-1 to lead over the Dodgers in game one of this doubleheader. Welcome to the big leagues. Jill Guerin. First pitch calling the action. Baseball is crazy the like that, it is. isn't it? Dalton Varsho goes deep. What a welcome. And uh, we welcome Jill Guerin, who made history for the Diamondbacks yesterday, to the Bickley and Murata Morning Show. Jill, good morning. How are you? Hi, Jill. Hi, good morning. I'm great. How are you guys? Good. Uh, I think it was rude of Dalton Varsho not to let you get settled before yeah. you had to call <laughs> a home run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit of my oh God moment. What am I supposed to do now? But I think it, it helps me just kind of settle in immediately. Um, just remember, this is baseball. It's fun. Let's get to work. Right. All right. And so now that your debut has happened, uh, what? how have you felt afterwards? Put us uh, Put us in your shoes, if you will. It was so amazing. I think now I just kind of feel relieved where, okay, I've made my debut. I think I've proven that I can do this, or at least I'm on my way to be able to do this consistently. And I just feel good. (laughs) Jill Guerin, who made history yesterday, called three innings of the Diamondbacks' first game against the Dodgers in the doubleheader, joins us here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Jill, I dabbled in play-by-play, and I remember the first couple times I did it, I was absolutely a ball of nerves. And I can only imagine uh, not starting a broadcast from the first inning and just taking it all the way through maybe led to the nerves. Is that accurate? Yeah, it was definitely different. I've never done that before. Mm-hmm. I've always been a part of a broadcast from first pitch to last pitch, so it was different for me. But it was also kind of nice where I didn't have to worry about getting the lineups in and setting the scene. I just got to take yeah. over from Chris and do play-by-play, what I, what I know how to do. Being a pioneer of sorts, being a female pioneer in a male-dominated realm like professional sports, it's, it's, it's not always an easy journey. I'm sure you've dealt with your share of trolls. You were also a college softball player, so you've been in the athletic realm as well. Tell us about your journey, What how, how you got to this point. Right, so... I mean, I went to Emerson College, and that was really the first step for me to be able to be a broadcaster. I focused a lot more on softball than I did on actual broadcasting. So when I graduated, I maybe only had 10 baseball games under my belt because baseball and softball are obviously in the same season. Mm -hmm. So that was tough for me, but I was able to get a summer league job in Nashua, interned for the Red Sox, and I was lucky enough to be able to get my current job with the Visalia Rawhide with only about 30 games under my belt. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, and I'm assuming, uh, Jill, that the the games you do for Visalia, you're, you're doing the whole thing. You don't have a color commentator for that, right? Oh, yeah, nine innings by myself. Can you explain to our audience just how difficult that is? <laughs> It's it's tough because you're just you're obviously you're broadcasting to an audience, but you feel like you're just talking to yourself because you crack a joke and you don't hear anyone laughing, and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh God, I hope I'm funny." Um, so it's definitely tough, but it, it makes me better. And honestly, being able to have Candy as a partner for those three innings just made my life so much easier and it's wild how much nicer it is to have a partner in the booth (laughs) what kind of reaction have you received uh via social media via the channels you follow it's been for the most part positive you know you're gonna have your trolls here and there just because they don't like broadcasters in general or they don't like a woman being a broadcaster but for the most part i've had really great 
um, feedback and my friends and family have all been texting me. I turned off my phone for the broadcast. And when I turned it back on, I think I had 60 text messages, 100 Twitter notifications. So it was pretty crazy. Uh, Jill Guerin, our guest, she called uh, play-by-play for the uh, Diamondbacks yesterday in Los Angeles. Now, and, and you are from Southern California, correct? Yes, so yes, I am. That had to make it uh, even even more special to be able to do it in your own backyard. Tell us about that. Absolutely. I mean, I was able to wake up in my parents' house in my childhood bed and drive into L.A., drive to Dodger Stadium. I've made that drive before. So it was really comfortable, which was really needed for your MLB debut. You need to be as comfortable as possible. How did you, knowing of of the trolls of which you've spoken, and, and we've seen this in so many different areas and realms of professional sports, how did you steel yourself against that? Who counseled you? Who helped you prepare how to deal with that aspect? I think just my years of being in baseball, I see how people will comment on any broadcaster. I mean, people who are in the Hall of Fame get haters on Twitter. And so just knowing that has made me be able to calm down and not take it to heart. You know, for a split second, it's a little punch to the gut that someone doesn't like your call. But at the end of the day, like... I know who I am, and I know that I have this debut for a reason. Yeah, and speaking of, of you know, Hall of Famers or play-by-play announcers that kind of shaped your style, who, yeah. who are some of them, Jill? Well, I grew up watching the Nesson broadcast. I actually grew up a Red Sox fan. Mm-hmm. So um, John Orsello and Jerry Remy were the guys that I had on my TV while I was doing homework growing up. Um, Tim Neverett has been a huge mentor for me. He's one of the voices of the Dodgers. Of course, Susan Waldman has been a huge help for me as well, just because she's a woman in this industry and she's been in the industry for so long. So those are the people that I really look up to or go to for advice when I need it. I I think it's interesting that this idea was floated to you during, I guess, a meeting you had with Scott Geyer, who's the VP of broadcasting for the Diamondbacks. And he kind of told you that, listen, we want to do this. We want to get you in front of that microphone and do this at some point in time. What was it like kind of knowing that the Diamondbacks were like that this was out there dangling and is going to happen at some point in time? That must have been just exhilarating. It was. When he first told me, I thought I misheard him for a second. (laughs) Um, But it it, it was really exciting. Of course, I didn't want to keep my hopes up because things happen and things don't always come to fruition. But as the season went on, Scott and I kept in touch. He listens to a few of my games in Visalia. And this just made sense with it being a doubleheader. You know, Chris is going to have to call 18 innings of baseball get you here, L.A. is easy for you to get to, and you can have three innings of the first game. Yeah, that is really cool. We're talking to Jill Gearin, who called play-by-play for the Diamondbacks yesterday. Uh, so what, what's next for you? Uh, I, I assume this is not going to be a one-time thing as long as you're part of the Diamondbacks family. Have, they, have there been any indications that this can be repeated? No, no, nothing set in stone yet. Um, I would obviously love to continue to do it. I really do love working with the Diamondbacks organization. Um, but no plan set in stone. I'm getting ready to drive back to Visalia and finish off my duties there. Did you uh, now? I, I, I'm assuming that the fact that the Diamondbacks have gone through a youth movement that you've crossed paths with some of yes. these players in the past. Uh, did, did you hear from any of them? And, and how cool was that to be able to kind of uh, have that part of your debut? Yeah, I I saw Geraldo Perdomo and Jake McCarthy before the game. McCarthy gave me a hug saying congrats on the call-up. 
Um, I had a few text messages from players this year. Jordan Lawler texted me two nights ago saying congratulations. So um, the Diamondbacks really do a great job of picking amazing people as their baseball players. I've had an amazing time getting to know the whole group ever since 2019. That is so cool. And now you got to give our listeners a little bit of a tip to the future. Who, who are some of the players at Visalia now that might be two or three years away from, from wearing a D-backs uniform, Jill? I mean, everyone knows the name Jordan Lawler. Yes. He is amazing. First of all, just a stand-up guy. He comes from a great family. Um, he has everything he can hit, he can field, he's fast, but he's also smart and he's young and he knows how to handle himself already. It's very impressive. Uh, of course, Davis and De Los Santos, Wildard Patino, I was able to have those two this year as well. Um, I think Wildard really had a breakout year this season. I mean, he had so many stolen bases. I think he had over 70 at the end of the year. Um, he's spectacular. He's one of the most athletic people I've ever seen. Finally, Jill, as a radio show, we're blessed to have Sarah the Ruthless as part of our show here, and, <laughs> and she inspires a lot of young female journalists and young females who look at this industry. What would you? What advice would you give to to young girls looking at this and going, "Hey, I I, I want to do that." My advice is to just do it. Um, you are never going to be perfect in your first time, so you might as well just get the first time out of the way and practice your play-by-play and get as many opportunities as possible. And also to remember to be unapologetically confident. There's going to be some people in this industry who try to tell you that you don't belong here, but you do and you deserve to be here. Good stuff. That was great. Jill, congratulations. Thank you, Jill. Great, great story, and thanks for sharing it with us. We appreciate it.